Welcome to NFL Mayo. I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. Um, the Vikings are not in the playoffs. <laughs> it's like I want people to go from like last week's episode from me being like "kachow," like fucking into like immediately going to this episode where I'm like, it it has been a rough week, like just so somber. There was a time in middle school <clears throat> where Luke got in trouble. Because he was reading a Harry Potter book. I had also gotten in trouble for reading a Harry Potter book. This was biology class. And the teacher takes said book and takes it all the way across the classroom and sets it down on a table. And when the whole class is very quiet, Luke stands up slowly, as if rising from a grave, and goes, Bum, 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 bum. As he's walking across the classroom and everyone starts laughing because they all knew the book got taken away from him. And that's got to be how he feels right now about the Viking season. Just just walking across to bury this fucking season. All right, let's talk about football. Look, we had an excellent slate of wildcard games this last weekend. A lot of games that I thought were going to be blowouts ended up being really, really well fought all the way tooth and nail to the end. And then a couple of them ended up being blowouts. The first of which the 49ers blowing out the Seahawks, you know, this one sucks because I think we were all really high on seeing what Gino would do this year. And he did great. He made the playoffs um, I know for a fact Metcalf popped off in that game, and it just makes me want him on the Bears more and more because his dad was on the Bears. Um, all that said, Christian McCaffrey killed. Brock Purdy, four touchdowns. I think he had three passing, one rushing. The The main crux of all of this that I want to talk to you about on the podcast today, because we know that the San Francisco 49ers team may be the most talented in the whole fucking playoffs right now, like top to bottom I, on the I, roster. I, I think so. Talk to me about Brock Purdy. I want to know what you think from what you've seen and what you've heard from all of the talking heads, what you think about this guy. I'm Brock Purdy's in the best situation possible, but I, I actually want to make sure that we like don't understate just how fucked up this is. Because I think that like, People try to keep saying how nuts this is for like Brock Purdy to be playing this well, but that gets buried. Like, this is a rookie, and not a not just a rookie. It's the last pick of the draft, and not just that. It's the third fucking quarterback on the roster. Like Iowa State, a, not a huge school, right? Go Cyclones. Um, and it's like fucking you. You go from franchise quarterback, and you ditch another franchise quarterback bring him off the bench after Lance gets hurt. Then that, then Garoppolo gets hurt and then Purdy has to come in and it's like, isn't an ideal situation. Absolutely. Like it it does. It does almost seem like all you have to do is not fuck up, but that's easier said than done. You can't just walk in and play quarterback in the league like that. Maybe a couple wins, maybe one or two wins like that you string together. I'm like, okay, that's because you have Debo and you have Christian and you have Kittle and like this offensive line and there's just weapons everywhere. But it's like, motherfucker, this dude's got as, this, this dude's got as many playoff wins as Dak Prescott now. Like, and you know what I mean? Like this dude's got, this dude's probably got as many playoff wins as Kirk Cousins. Like, and, and he's a rookie. Like he, he came in ice cold and granted the Seahawks weren't as good as the Niners, but he tore that ass up. Like that was a shit show. Yes, yes, CMC was popping off. Yes, he has help, but this is 
unreal. It, it, it is like, it's the only thing I can think of is like Kurt Warner. Um, like Kurt Warner and the, and the big difference is Kurt Brock came Purdy in at 23. The, Kurt yeah. Warner, 28. It, but in, yes, but Kurt Warner was an undrafted free agent who had come in right. and, and, uh, who had come in and had to pick up a slack and granted it was at the beginning of the year, but he walked into an offense with Marshall Folk and Isaac Bruce yep. and Tory Holt, Holt. And you know what I mean? Like, and, and so I, I think it's, it's very similar Good. in that respect. Joe Horn. Um, I can't remember. I, Rick, Rick play? Ricky Prohl. Keep going. I believe Vikings just signed Blake Don't Prohl again it. on the practice squad contract. Speaking of Prohl, <clears throat> that's um, cool. he stays on the practice squad. We've had him on the team. I think I could see him ascend. Uh, a, a lot of side receivers could ascend oh, if the Vikings idiot. move Thielen and roll with JJ. Joe Horn, Kansas City Chiefs drafted him. He also played for the Saints and the Falcons and the Memphis yeah. Mad Dogs of okay. the Canadian Football League. Yeah, and the dude. Iowa Central tr- Tritons. Yeah, there we go. Yeah, so I wasn't seeing the Rams in my head. Um, yeah, I'm an idiot. But yeah, it's it, it reminds it, it's it's very much like that, and it's <clears throat> it's not easy to do this, man. It, it's just well, really really crazy. Point, and and I kept and I remember saying uh, just one more thing. I remember after he strung two together, I was like, his luck's got to run out. Like I'm sorry, but like, and I was wrong. Like when we were doing picks, I don't know if it's luck. He, he's kind of a baller, and how could how could you not be like, how could you not be confident? Like he, everybody's rallying around him. This is a dude who's like, he might earn himself. He could earn himself the starting gig as crazy as that sounds. Like, you know what I mean? Crazy so anymore. All right. Take the floor. My coffee in the NFL, in the NFL winning is not easy. And Brock Purdy is winning easily week in and week out since he's taken the job. I will say this is a quarterback physically, who may have some limitations, not the fastest, not the greatest arm talent. But looking back on his college stats, he played in, I believe, eight games he started as a freshman after coming in as a third stringer, where two other guys went down ahead of him. And this is like eerily similar to that. And he goes out there and performs with the 16 to 7 touchdown to interception ratio five rushing then he starts the rest of his career he ends with 12,170 passing yards 81 touchdowns 33 picks 19 rushing this is a guy that was productive in college maybe a little small maybe just a little sturdy guy who maybe runs a 4-8 or whatever but what he does have where he lacks in the intangibles he makes up for it in the cutthroat decision making that's eerily similar to like I'm not going to say he's got the Joe Burrow, but he's got a similar trait in that the moment is not too big for him at any moment. And we'll see what happens when adversity strikes a little bit more because they have been winning these games easily. But fuck, man, you cannot take away the winning. And if he continues to win, and maybe even the fact that he's won up to this point, he may have solidified himself as the starter next year because he doesn't cost anything. No. The only issue I see is that they traded three first-round picks to get the rights to draft Trey Lance. And do you move on from the guy without truly seeing what you have in him? Because even though you may know what you have in him behind the scenes with the organization in practice, we've seen one game of him starting, and then the next game he got hurt. And the first game was a fucking monsoon against the Bears, where we won. So, I will say... 
I do think Brock Purdy's luck will run out in the playoffs. I don't think I see the 49ers winning it. But you have first-round Hall of Famer left tackle, first-round right tackle, high draft pick interior line, first-round receiver, second-round receiver, third-round tight end, fourth-round tight end, whatever, who's one of the best tight ends in the league, And what first-round running back. And what you about have, that defense, dude? And then on defense, it's almost the same. Like Quarterback's best friend. You have the best defensive player in the league this year, in my opinion, Nick Bosa, who's wreaking havoc on every team he plays. Doesn't matter who he's lining up against. You have everything at your disposal as Brock Purdy. So I would urge people to pump the brakes on the Tom Brady comparisons, but we cannot deny the fact that this kid is winning and looking fun while he does it. There's been some Is he plays, getting Tom Brady comparisons? I've heard it because Tom Brady was drafted so late. Yeah, I mean, I guess so. I I mean, if he wins a Super Bowl, I, I guess it's inevitable. I th- I just think Kurt Warner is the <laughs> just fits that. If he wins the Super I mean, Bowl his rookie similar, year, no one's ever done that. That's a different comparison. He then you don't compare to like could he be a Tom Brady in his career? You're like Brock Purdy's the guy that did that. Nobody's ever done that. You know what I mean? Aiden, he becomes if a Mister Irrelevant. Yes, on the Forty ers a top tier fucking title town organization. Yeah. Wins the Super Bowl this year. Yeah, like we'll and never it's not get the end out of, of the realm. I, I want a painting. So I want a painting of the man. Like hanging he, in the office he does if that the, happens. He does the lean back flex super hard He's, where he roars at the sky. It's fun to watch, man. I'm, I've seen I'm some throws that it. people are lauding where he rolled out and like ripped it up the seam and like two defenders barely miss and they're like, Look at that play. Pump the brakes on that. That was a bad play. That should have been picked off. The guy was wide open, and he could have scored. I um, I appreciate you though. He's getting it to him. He's getting it to him. I appreciate you. Excuse me, I'm stretching. I appreciate you taking a corner to talk about him because we did talk about him uh, a decent amount when he first came in, and then we kind of haven't been giving him enough credit. So I'm 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 happy to do that. It's insane. It's so fun to watch, and thank God there's storylines like that that keep me taut. You know what I mean. Dude, keep it real taut. I don't want any looseness on this podcast. All right. There will not be. Let's talk about, I don't know if I said the score, 41 to 23, 49ers. Not God good. bless the Seahawks. But the God Seahawks, look, you guys overachieved this year. You have two first-round draft picks, one of which is very high, I think the fifth. Good for you guys, what you did. You are building. You have a lot of young talent. Um, and I'm as excited good for, for Gino. Gino rocks. Fuck yeah. Drew Locke didn't even sniff the field. Probably should have. <laughs> Can't afford to let him though? sniff the field, but... <clears throat> okay, here's the thing. The Chargers, at one point in their matchup against oh the Jaguars, God. were beating the absolute breaks off of them. And 31 look, nothing or 28 nothing. Yes, it was like, like 27 Shit show. At one point, I it looked like I was about to get that pick right. And I picked three separate or me and Luke picked differently on three separate games last week. You I almost nailed shit. all three. Huh? Yes. I can hear her scraping her little I mean, paws you, clean. You know, what do you want me to do? She's probably going to do that for five minutes, okay? So it's going to happen here it. at some point. Get um, ready. Here's the thing. I thought I was about to notch us up, t- all tied up at the top for the jersey bet. But since I lost this pick... I only came up one, so now I'm Go still Jags, baby. Here's I knew the, the Chargers don't got it like that. I'm sorry. The first half was the most disastrous thing I've ever seen 
for a Trevor Lawrence type of character. Four interceptions and like three completions, I think. And it was just pitiful. Some of them were kind of um, fluky, and some of them were just great plays by the defense and bad plays by him. But then you have the Chargers out there without Mike Williams because of a terrible coaching decision. You have Herbert playing great in the first half and ripping it. You have that team killing them. To then come out in the second half and get blown out and have the fucking Jaguars, who were the number one pick in the draft the last two years, beat you 31-30 to when you were up by 27 points at one point, if I'm not mistaken. What the fuck? How do you keep your head coach still? I cannot rationalize this. Yes, you get rid of some assistant coaches, whatever the fuck. Oh, offensive is, coordinator. You come out in the second half and lay an egg like that, and I, from my face value eye test didn't appear to be Herbert's fault. You know what I mean? It looked like He's a not game calling plan the issue. Yeah. It looked like a play well, calling they issue. Stop, they wouldn't stop slinging the ball. They didn't run it. They didn't run the clock. Like they yes. would just they just kept having him throw the fucking football when you're up like when you're blowing out an opponent. Eckler's got like thirty five touchdowns. What the fuck are we doing? I, I don't know, man. It was weird, I, and it's like I'm out on Staley, dude. Chipmunk ass. I'm out on him I've, as a coach, and he was I've a been coach. out. I've been out on Staley, but yes, I was okay with. And this is actually interesting, in my opinion, because I didn't expect myself to feel this way. Um, I'm actually okay with keeping him on and trying <clears throat> to chop the the offensive coordinator and the QB coach. Now, if you bring in. What the defense do in the second half, Luke? I'm with you, and that's ugly, and that's ugly. But remember when Trevor Lawrence ripped a seam shot to fucking Zay Jones, perfect trailing defender after Asante Samuel Jr. got fucking three interceptions in the first half, and they went out there and did shit all. And the head coach is a defensive guy. I think that they are striving to give one more crack at consistency. Staley's been there with the rookie QB the whole time. Uh, I mean, Herbert's not a rookie, but I mean to say since he was a rookie. Uh, maybe they're trying to, you know what I mean? I, I think that they think it'll be good for the team. And apparently, and I don't remember where I read this, but they're saying like the narrative is is a lot more out here. Like I guess in the locker room, people like Staley a lot and stuff. Maybe Brad said that. Um, Bradham, Bradham Schefter, as me and Aiden like to call him, because he's always breaking news. Brad breaking is, news. I'm like, I'm on the interstate, and Brad's like, heard you fired Donatel. I'm like, um, did we? I'm like, that I'm like, totally went over my head. Wow, I didn't when know I, that. When I skimmed it at work, I thought it was like you guys should, or like heard it was a rumor or something. <clears throat> I didn't yeah. know it was official, rightfully so. Um, real quick though. I want to talk about Joey Bosa's incident, which likely lost them the game. Ugly. Um, <clears throat> so, to kind of uh, preface this, <clears throat> sorry, the Bosa brothers have long had an issue in the league where they critique and outright call out referees. They appear to be the kind of guys that take their craft so seriously that any minor thing they take as a major offense and freak the fuck out and overdo it, and that's what I've seen. And they're like, oh, my God, these fucking refs don't see shit. Look, man, really offensive linemen hold every play. Everybody knows that. If you're mm-hmm. elite, you have to keep fighting through it. You got to keep fighting through it and make your mark. And when Joey Bosa in that game fucking freaks out, and rightfully so to an extent because Juwan Taylor, the right tackle, lined up 
too far back, penalty one. False started, penalty two. And potentially held him on a crucial play. I get it. So that happens. As Joey's getting up, he walks past a referee who is African-American. He starts shouting and pointing at his like face mask area <clears throat> and maybe eyes. And then the referee runs from behind him, gets in his face, basically says, like, what did you say? And then throws the flag on him. Since Nick and Joey are Trump supporters and all of that and out Republican, a lot of people have made jokes on social media for a long time that they are racists. Not substantiated in any way. It's mostly it just a been runner. a talking point. It but is it is a, a running comment. And I'm going to comment on all the aspects of it because slanderous. a lot of people speculated that Joey Bosa said something slur or slur adjacent after that plate because a lot of people have <clears throat> never seen a referee run around a player and get in their face like that. Essentially like wrong. antagonizing them or daring them to say something again. I don't know. A lot of people want to know what he said. My prediction is he said some rough fucking language about can you not fucking see or are you fucking stupid or something adjacent to that towards the referee not looking directly at them because of how much they hate the referees. I don't think it was racially motivated in any way, but people have been talking about that. However, after that, he gets a 15-yard penalty. He slams his helmet on the sideline. This is actually a little bit later, if I'm not mistaken, when he slams his helmet. I can't remember exactly the time point, but people thought he was going to get ejected for that one. He slams his helmet. Staley pushes a guy aside and runs over and grabs it. Cherry on top. Hands it to Joey and he takes it and slams it again. One of the funniest things I've ever seen. That was so fucked up. That was when I was sitting there being (laughs) like, I mean, look, dude, I was saying fire Staley the whole season when he when when he was leaving Herbert in the game to get his ribs hurt and then they left Mike Williams in the game and now he couldn't play in the playoff and stuff and it was all working out then to playoff collapse like that I'm like during the game and then to see like players do stuff like that that directly involves him it just looks like sheer disrespect I don't know but I respect them trying to give him another shot one more bite at the apple in terms of he almost went to the playoffs he got to the playoffs with an all-time playoff collapse, one of the worst things I've ever seen. And then maybe next year they think they can go further. I, I mean, I, I, it, it's it's. I get where you're coming from, but there's can I a argue trigger that, that you shouldn't to, feel that way for one reason. Sure, please, because I'm so, I'm surprised with myself. They have invested so much into this roster in the in the sure. form of trade acquisition, major free agent acquisition. High draft picks. Their offensive line's got first-round picks. They got first-round picks at receiver. They've got an overachieving running back. Who are they going to go out? Who are they going to go out and get? Just wait. Oh, head coach-wise. Well, Sean. Yeah, who's going to solve this? But Sean Payton's not going there. I don't think he's going there. Correct. Right. But this is what I'm saying. Their defense is made up of huge acquisitions that are very highly paid aside from the linebacking core, unless you're counting Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa as pass rushing edge linebackers. Their roster is one of the best in the league for Mm -hmm. them to lose in the wild card. This way you have, in my opinion, you have to cut Staley because I haven't dove into, I have not dove into their cap situation for next year but i'm assuming that since herbert is up for a contract either this year or next they're not going to be able to afford all these guys this was the window and they fucking soiled it it's done like 
they're still going to be competitive, but all of these huge names, Khalil Mack, Joey Bosa, um, Jackson, the cornerback that they picked up, all of these guys, Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, you're not going to be able to afford all those guys. Your head coach had the fucking awesome roster and was going against a team that had the number one pick in the draft two years in a row, and he fucking lost like that. How? And you lost while having one of your best players embarrass you. I I hear you, and I I, I think so. Why give I, again, him the benefit of the doubt for another year? Why? Because uh, I think that they feel as though they're in a much because better a shit, spot. because a really good roster carried his ass while he actively sabotaged it all year. I'm I'm not I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm really not. I'm actually kind of agreeing. It's just that I think if if you look around the league and you see Kingsbury getting iced and being owed a lot of money. <laughs> One-way flight to Thailand. You know, and, like, stuff like that. And it's, like, I think that they're just, like, striving for consistency. And I I don't blame them. But I think – and I also think that they're, like, it's logical to be, like, wow, we just got to the playoffs. Um, Even though it's expected, your head coach just got to the playoffs. Like, I I think that's – it's a hard thing to do to cut the head coach on that. You know what I mean? Like it is. It, it's and 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 you know I I think that there's so much in the locker room that we don't know about to to have to Let me, and, and yeah and one year changes can can make a difference too if if you go from like an Urban Meyer to like a, a Doug Peterson obviously because they're still in the fucking playoffs and but I don't you are think the there's that the answer league, out you there get good draft picks and, too and I don't think that they're in a hole like that like I think that. I think that they're all right. I, I, if they go, if they go out and get some somebody at OC that can fire the fucking football, and and Herbert has an MVP season or something, like that's what they're they think they can do. That's what they think they can do. They're gonna get they Mike Lafleur, and it's the guy that Elijah Moore said you fucking suck like week six because he wasn't targeting him. Did you hear that? Yeah, I saw the that. Jets. Yeah. yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I get what you're. I get where you're coming from, man. But like the Bears players liked Matt Nagy, and it did not take me long to clock that he was not a guy. You weren't doing anything as impressive as these LA Chargers. We Nothing. went to the wild card his first year, and he was coach of the year. Wrong. Same. But you didn't Almost have a. But you didn't have any. A, I would contend the potential on that roster was nowhere near what the Chargers' Correct. potential is. So and I'm saying we performed the exact same way as them. That's the problem. All right. We lost I, on a I, doink. I, I'm not going to sit here and say the Chargers didn't fuck up. They they shit the bed. Like it was one of the worst playoff losses in history. You don't lose. Let's get like Brad that. on. Like, Let's get him to actually record his audio properly. And we'll talk yeah. Chargers in the off season right. because we'll pop to the next game. A- next game. Look, Brad, we gave the Chargers the most time we ever have on this podcast. We usually breeze over them. Well, it's because they were in prime time. We had no choice. Bills come out on top 34 to 31. We thought this was going to be a blowout against the third string Skylar Thompson. Was not. Was highly contested until the end of the game. The thing that stood out the most to me, other than Christian uh, Wilkins and Josh Allen fighting after a turnover and, like, shoving the shit out of each (sighs) other, which was hilarious, was the turnovers. Multiple turnovers from Josh Allen. He's being fast and loose with the football. And in my opinion, this is a Bills team that's on the downward trajectory right now. I truly think that. And yeah, they come out disagree. on top with the victory, but I'm not super impressed with them right now. I don't disagree. Um, I don't have I don't, too much I, more I, to say about this game, to be honest. It should have been a blowout. It shouldn't have been nearly as close. They let the Dolphins back into it. And that's a testament to 
Dolphins coaching and roster. Um, impressive year for them. I got to talk about the Dolphins. That really doesn't have to do much of this game, but like they came out after the game and you know set, uh, you know doubled down that Tua was going to be their quarterback next season and everything else. And it's like. Lamar Jackson is going to be their quarterback. Yeah, do you think that's true? I don't know, man. I, and I don't know if if that is true, then they need to give him a real deal contract. I actually like, truly do think it will be. Based off of the fact that they have allowed him to keep coming back off of concussions mm-hmm. and the fact that he seems eager to keep coming back off of concussions and a guy that had a catastrophic hip injury and still wanted to play football, this guy needs to be protected from himself, I think. And they're obviously not going to do that. So why would he not? Why would they not allow him to come back next year? I hear if you. I the just, precedent I, has been set. Yeah, I hear you. I, I, you know, we'll see, I guess. I just, um, I don't know. And they, and they maintain that like per like that two is, they said two is not more prone than anyone else to get concussions, but I don't know if that's true, man. He is dude. Like, I don't, I think that, Dude, every no, time like he a, falls, his head smacks off the ground. I'm about to say he should take like a combat course or something where he can like learn to fall like properly. Luke, and, like, I mean this in no way to joke because we are very serious about these issues. I'm, and I'm being proud serious. of our stances. When I did judo my whole youth, and the reason why I'm so confident when I'm throwing people or when I'm being thrown in the air, wrestling or otherwise, is because three quarters of all judo practices that I've engaged in. Maybe most of it at the beginning is learning how to fall, learning mm-hmm. how to, when you fall, you see people in martial arts often strike the ground, the mat with their arm flat and their hand flat. What that do, what or sorry, what that, what that, what do, that do, <laughs> what that, I love you that. should clip that, what that, what that does is it, uh, displaces all of that energy outward away from your core. So when I land flat on my back, I slap and then it doesn't take my breath away. And I know to tuck my head and make sure I don't bite my tongue and don't snap my head back. I learned how to fall and I know how to teach people how to fall to honestly. And that's a hundred percent should do something like that because Mm -hmm. he clearly isn't falling right. And I know people are throwing him and slinging him, but that's half of it. I know how to fall if someone's throwing me to so that I don't get hurt Unless they're actively trying to hurt me. But, like, mm-hmm. I don't think those some of these plays, they were actively trying to hurt him. They were just no, swinging No, I don't him. think so either. It's just the game. But, I mean, yeah, player. It, it worries you know, me. I think he yeah. should look into it. And I feel like I just wanted to say that because some people may construe what you said as kind of jokey. But, no, there is a lot of truth to that. Oh, I wasn't joking. No, no I wasn't I joking at all. I just wanted, uh, yeah. I'm. Thank you for saying that. Yeah, because I meant that. I, I just mean that like there's there is a way to fall, and I'm not. I'm certainly not trying to blame him for getting multiple concussions. Two of fucking rocked on the field, and I want to see him play. So I'm just saying that like for his safety. It was so also, cool to see. I see those um, I see those big bulky helmets that like Kittle wears and stuff. Like you know what I mean. That have like his helmet like is extra. Weird. It's like and it's got that it's huge got like a ridge. And stuff it's got like front. a ridge in the top. Yeah, uh, we should put two in one of those too. I guess I don't know but, uh, if it necessarily we'll has more padding or if it just maybe has a Tom spaceship Brady, maybe Tom, maybe sweet Tommy Brady goes there and to a it doesn't I don't if know Tom Brady's know. in the league next year I'm gonna be so fucking annoyed I guarantee you yeah Tom me Brady's too why why year. would he not he's not married 
Yeah, but I mean, that, it's not like <clears throat> marriage didn't stop him either way. Like, I just think. Yeah, that... I know, but that was the thing that was supposedly going to stop him. Sure, I just <laughs> like I honestly, I, Miami would be such a fucking sweet spot for him to walk. Everybody keeps saying Vegas. Why the fuck would he want to go into Vegas where they suck? He could walk it's into Miami right now and went throw there to... a few years ago. Damn, I, I know, but he could walk. He could walk into Miami and throw to Tyreek and Waddle, dude. Like, Correct. He, I, it's a better situation for there. sure. Yeah, he would crush there. Um, yeah, we can keep cruising. Luke, Good for the Dolphins since, for keeping it so close. Correct. And since my voice is having a fit right now, talk to yeah. me about your loss. Giants come out on top 31-24. Uh, yeah. Um, this was a fun day for me, actually. I know that might sound sarcastic. I, um... I invited friends. I was very excited. So here's what's up. You do things. You do things uh, for yourself um, to put yourself in the right situation for joy. Uh, I invited Daniel like, Jones, six of my. I'm just kidding. Sorry. <laughs> I invited like six of my closest pals uh, that live in LA over to the crib. I was fucking like, we're doing this because you know what? I haven't got to host a Vikings playoff game. As a grown-up, the last time we were there, I lived in my yeah. studio apartment in Rogers Prime, Park yeah. in Chicago. Um, I like hosting the Super Bowl normally. The Vikings hadn't been sniffing the playoffs. And, and this is the first time the Vikings were in the playoffs in the history of the podcast, too. I was lit up. I was very excited, especially after a 13-win season. So I invited everybody over. I made amazing wings, fucking cauliflower wings uh, for the vegetarian crew. That fucking, is so, so accommodating yeah. of you as a host. Mm, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> so considerate. Um, yeah, uh, made all sorts of shit. Really dank stuff. Uh, Taylor made purple and gold Jello shots, which was not accommodating for people that are that don't eat gelatin. Uh, that was my mistake. Um, but is it made out of animal product? It's animal, like animal fat is gelatin. Okay. It's is like hooves gelatin? and stuff. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, 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 yeah. Excuse me, I'm stretching a lot today. It's morning. It's all pie. the cartilage. Um, yeah and it's delicious so taylor made these awesome purple and gold jello shots they were like half purple half lemon they were like oh my god they're so fucking good um and it was great we got drunk we were watching the vikings they were playing them close um it's a lot of the same a vegetarian beef tallow no she didn't need it she's like Ah, i can't yeah and i was like oh fuck you You know what i mean because i usually i was no i was doing pretty good i had dude Bottoms so up. much booze so much booze they could drink whatever they want i had this my mom i got remember me this you're like not vodka. so sad right now very drunk oh yeah i was pretty drunk um my mom got this gray duck vodka for, for for me for christmas it was this awesome bottle it was like a john randall bottle and it had like oh. him with his hall of fame bust on the back and the front's him all like it's beautiful art so we used that for the jello shots and people were getting hammered and all it was great and the Vikings were playing them close, which was great. Because I'm, I'm sitting here with people that are literally just watching the game for me. Like, my friend Chelsea is a Chiefs fan, but then everybody else doesn't even care about football. They're just like, oh, we like our friend Luke, and look how excited he is. Like, you know what I mean? And so That's I'm like, so thank cool. you all very much. Yeah, they're nice. And like, and I, I, I think I have a certain charisma that if I'm excited about something, I can get everybody into it. Um, you know what I mean? So it was going really well, uh, except for the fact that, I mean – the Giants could score at will. Like, I mean, not just score at will, but just drive. They converted more third downs. Like, it would be like third and eight, third and four, third Clinical. and seven, Clinical. third and 11. It, oh, I should say my my girl, my, my buddy Hillary was over. She played she played football in high school, so she knew what was going on. She but played like, football? That's in, awesome. In high school, in Macomb. Um, what? 
Yeah, I'm How do dude. We I, I I I collect my people. She's a little older than us. Okay. I collect my people and I bring them all to, together. So cool. Like I would love um, to talk to her. She's great. She was my manager at the movie theater in Chicago. Makes sense. Um. So, anyways. So she was into it too, and she's like, "How are they converting all these third downs?" I'm like, "Believe me, I don't. I don't want to think about it. It's it's unbelievable." <laughs> um, and our offense couldn't get going. Like, I'm Hawkinson was killing it. KJ Osborne's been stringing together hundred yard games. As much as I'll get to the defense, I do want to say that like anyone with eyes knows that scheming it up to run Dalvin up the gut nonstop is a weird thing, and we've been doing it. All year. All fucking year. You should year. be bouncing him outside because why? why? He's you fumble prone down. as fuck. He's well, not a down. big sturdy back. He's, he's not, not getting he's not getting you tough yards. He's got no, unreal I... acceleration and burst that if you do a zone running scheme and pop it up, out and up, he's gonna hit that crease and get you six to eight yards. But if you run him up the gut, he's gonna fumble it every five carries. And so let's do this. So the big thing, obviously, there's two big things that we take away. Uh, two big obvious things. Our defense was just god-awful. And that is The worst in the something... league with yards allowed, if I'm not mistaken, Luke. And, yeah, and that's something that we've known all year. It's something that Vikings fans have been terrified about all year. It's something that people have been calling for Ed Donatel's head all year. I understand the Ed Donatel hiring very much. It was like in a, in a world where you have a young first-time GM, a young first-time head coach, all this talent and stuff. You want to bring somebody in the building that's been in the league for decades, which Donatel has. Has all my respect. The 3-4 is an amazing defense. We don't run it. So that was a tough thing. Um, And the kind of defenses he was using, the calls, they were just so conservative. And it was... Just the most cushion. We already don't have... We already don't have the personnel to be that conservative in the secondary. I mean, we had people. We had Duke Shelley playing out of his mind this season. I know you. I know you call me crazy for being impressed with Cam Dantzler. I was like, he was playing out of his mind this season. Um, Patrick Peterson looked kind of old. Uh, I, they're playing to the best of their ability and okay, maybe but above. But if you're giving up hundreds of yards of passing, but just but, one guy like. But listen, <laughs> I'm saying I think that is. I, I put. I put that more on the schemes than I do the talent level of defense, but I'm giving you the credence in saying that we already don't have the talent level to be that way. So I'm agreeing with you. I'm just saying yeah. that I put it more on Donatel, um, and I'm not going to sit here and call him incompetent or anything like that. I just think the defense didn't work. Um, and maybe if you have the most talented secondary ever and really amazing linebackers and, and all this other stuff, sure. But we just don't have that personnel. It doesn't work. I hey man like remember in high school when we're this we're the, we're fucking the biggest we're fucking tiniest fuck and our coach says we're gonna run a wing t run every down offense when we have look, offensive linemen that got, like you and me you like, have a work. really really good really have... strong fullback and a really really fast athletic wing back and, and that's I understand <laughs> the fleeting thought that if you ran a triple option wing T, you could maximize those skill sets. A lot by... of them sound cool. However, the offensive yeah. linemen were Luke size. Yeah, I'm not very except big. for one so, of them. Right. So, uh, yeah, man, that was really tough. So the defense needs work, and I, I hope we go back to a four three. Personally, if we stay with a three four, 
Um, I understand why we picked a 3-4. Kevin O'Connell talked about it early in the season. It's like the one that keeps you up at night trying to scheme against. It's a good defense. I don't know if we're built for it. The Vikings just I like historically don't run it. Um, I like but playing what I, it. But what I, I like actually taking on three like blockers at once. It was fun. Is, is to watch a solid defense that is schematically sound. And your defense played the most cushiony coverage I've seen, and they never adjust, and no. you guys allow them to run on you. Your linebackers are not making plays whatsoever on these on Saquon. Saquon ran all over. Uh, Daniel Jones ran all over on design. Daniel runs. Jones went god mode. Can we like, can we acknowledge like as much as I'm critical of Daniel Jones, turf monster, etc. I like Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones looked like an elite quarterback in this game, and I honestly mm. think most of that is Ed Donatel's fault. But you yeah, have so to we give do him that. credit. Did you see that one clip of him on the sideline where his neck and like jaw just looked chiseled? It looked like he's put on a lot of muscle. I like Daniel Jones, and um, I think we made him look like a superstar. I don't know that he is a superstar. I think we made him look like one. But congratulations, like I'm, Saquon I'm very... is a superstar. Saquon is, yeah. And yeah. look, I I have I want... to say, okay, go ahead. I want to hit on the other main point that I have to take care of before we move Do on. It. Kirk Cousins is my boy. Okay. Kirko is Kirko is my absolute boy, right. and I I ride with him. I I ride or die with my man. I can't. I'll just lay it out. <laughs> when it's fourth down, when it's fourth and eight, and the Vikings have a chance to. If we can get up and kick a field goal, we can tie it up and go to overtime. It's a home game. We do this. This is how we play the whole season. Kirk runs these drives the whole fucking year. And Kirk actually has statistically a little bit of a worse season this year because he threw a few more picks because uh, and a little and a little uh, you know less completions because he's tossing it up to the best receiver in the NFL a lot more. He's been a lot more confident. He's been slinging the fucking real, ball. Real quick, could have had more picks, but the best receiver in the league snatches him from the defender. So it makes sense why he's giving it to him in these situations and, and, because he's probably making the play. And that was, in my opinion, the difference maker in all these one-score games we were losing last year as opposed to this year. Yes, amazing turnovers from the defense that came out of, like, you know, miraculous fucking circumstances. That was happening double, a lot. Double P. But also... But also, Kirk was willing to throw it the fuck up. And um, when it's, it's fourth and eight for the Vikings to go up and, and do it again, he's getting rushed by Dexter Lawrence. He is, but he looks he looks off the he looks off and dumps it to Hawkinson, Hawkinson for a three yard pickup. And then Hawkinson's got a defender right there to smack him. And then the game's over, and we're all just watching in shock. And it's like, you know, you got to go. You know, you need eight yards. Like you know what I'm saying? Like you, you of all people throw know you eight behind yards. The sticks. And then unless it's like a yard. When right. you do this, when this happens, it makes me look like a fucking idiot. <laughs> and that's okay. Because I defend this guy and I love this guy and I and I and I maintain that Kirk Cousins without him, we're not here. But to go back and rest on your laurels when you weren't this way all year, he was a fucking killer this year. He went into fucking Buffalo and did this. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is what Kirk does is like this season is like we go in and we fucking he storms down. He gets us there. And then if it's on the kicker, it's on the kicker. Or if Kirk throws it up to JJ and we don't get it, 
you know, everybody's still mad, and I think they're still talking about it that it's an incompletion. Don't get me wrong; I think you're damned if you do and damned if you don't. But it was a well-covered play with great pass rush, and it's hard to step up and throw with interior pressure. And I'm going to talk about Dexter Lawrence when you're done. But, but I'm saying like Kirk is never afraid of pressure. Kirk stands in the pocket for days. Like that's what's so weird about it. It's like Dexter Lawrence, like 360 pounds, man. From an outsider's perspective, and not mine, but if anybody's watching and wants their narrative proved, you prove the narrative of I dumped it off for the for the statistic, and I got you know what I mean, and like and 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 it just, you know, it, it ends a season. So it, I love the man, and I'm riding with him. The organization says that we're riding with them another season. We did pay him a lot of money. Uh, to extend him, and I'm okay with that. I think that Kirk was fourth in passing yards this season. We have the we have JJ. He has Hawkins. He has a lot of weapons. I think KOC is amazing at calling an offense. I think we can figure it out. Um, if our defense can 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 help on on that side of the ball, I think that uh, a lot of pressure gets taken off Kirk, and it's a it's a it's a gift some quarterbacks are afforded, but not all of them. I mean, is there anything else it's you want to say year. before I it's talk? A great season. It was. I'm not mad. I'm really not. It was a magical year. It was one of my favorite seasons. I'm 30, and it was one of my favorite seasons ever. I had an absolute blast. And it's it's to a, be it's able a to... your era Vikings team, like you've talked about mm-hmm. before. It's it's distinctly yours, and it is exciting. And I've acknowledged that too. Like I, however, really quick want to say I've acknowledged it as a miraculous season do you think that you at this point are ready to acknowledge that it was a miraculous season based off of every I've been metric saying, I've thrown to you I've been saying miraculous the whole time I, I agree miraculous it seems like I don't agree it. it seems like you keep saying no because it's not luck like no I think I'm luck implying is, that it was a surely. lucky season and you don't want it you at one point did not want to admit it was luck I don't think 13 wins is luck I, I think sorry, a I lot of metrics prove it was based off of how bad your defense was based off of these miracle plays that you're getting from JJ based off of all these kicks that you miss in the prior years that you make this year. Like you can say, yeah, that was skill set, That was cutting edge. That was KOC. That was JJ. But like at the end of the day, you get a little bit of interior pressure and you buckle and go back to Kirk cousins that can't get it done. You know what I mean? And I said I guess, that last I, week. Mm. I said that interior pressure is going to fucking affect this game. And your defense lets everything happen to them. Your offense, in my opinion, though well-schemed, look at the difference in coaching between what Dable did and what KOC did. KOC had a great first drive where I believe Kirk Cousins was like 7 for 7 and hit JJ. <laughs> what happened after that? Kirk, sure. was, Kirk was perfect for most of the game. He had a very I, good game. Okay. What happened after that? Did JJ do anything? No. Mm. There's a reason for that. There's a reason that Hawkinson popped off. There's a reason why um, Osborne popped off. It's because Irv they're Smith not got a thre- touchdown. That Welcome was cool. Back. That was actually it was a really good touchdown in the back of the end zone. Mm-hmm. Hawkinson is not as dangerous to score a touchdown from any point as JJ is. Take JJ out. Worry about Hawkinson. Great defensive plan for them. Dexter Lawrence ate that fucking third string center's lunch so bad. That it was comical. No, we had was, we had our starter in. That was Bradbury. We had Bradbury in. That was Bradbury do, getting thrown Aiden, we into him. We had our him? starter in. 
People are talking about wanting Bradbury for the Bears in free agency. I fucking hope not. Dexter like Lawrence Bradbury. was one-arming him all the way into Kirk Cousins. He had a Kirk great Cousins game. got hit so many times in that game. All year. I feel bad for him. All year, Kirk got torn up. Beat to shit. That's my boy. All I want to say is, I'm super excited for you for this season. As a Bears fan projecting forward, I am not as intimidated as one would think I would be for against this Vikings team, based off of That's the fine. trajectories. I, that's fine. I, I, the disrespect this whole year has been palpable, and that's okay. But it's like, like warranted to an extent. You guys sure. lost to the most underwhelming team in in the fucking playoffs, and not only that, they dominated you physically. Dominated us? Yeah, for sure. If you I, see Daniel Jones running for like losing by yards, three is a Dan- dominant win. You lost by seven. Um, Daniel Jones set like a record for his running and passing Saquon getting yards at will Dexter Lawrence throwing your fucking center into the backfield every play. That's physical dominance. I, uh, okay. I, I get, I mean, I gave the Giants their due. I don't know about dominated. We've been dominated this season. And uh, I'm not saying on the scoreboard. I'm saying physically, your team was physically dominated. I'll take that. Yeah. And it just sucks. I'm not thrilled about it. I think I'm one not of the thrilled t- about it. That may have been a little too mean. I'm sorry. I'm not sure. I, I just I wanted care, to man. talk about it because it was upsetting me at the time. Like, I don't want to I, see a center getting thrown back into a quarterback every play. You worry about those bears because I don't think you're in that good of a spot. I think we are. And we got plenty okay. to talk about in the offseason about it. And I love it because it's a lot more fun when my team's competitive with Luke's team because then I don't have to give the Vikings any due and I can just talk only shit. Luckiest 13 wins in NFL history, I suppose. No, I think that's the case. And I think other okay. people are saying that. Oh, I know. I just think that's a batshit mindset, but that's okay. I, right. Whatever people need to do. If we were the, if we were, a, if we were a team people wanted to, to like, we would be very lauded and that's okay. Well, I, I, that, I just don't get why people wouldn't like the Vikings from an outsider perspective when they small have market. the best stadium in the league other than maybe LA's stadium. They Dallas. have one of the coolest stadium environments with the school chant and with the fucking Gallerhorn and um, Vicodonics Rex, who's not there anymore. But you That was have, a 90s mascot. Know, I'm obsessed. You, you have that. A team that is so great with their former players and getting them involved in the organization, which is truly a marker of John a great Randall team. was in the building. Fucking Paul Krause was in the building. One of the most exciting young stars in the league with JJ. You have a hot, literally hot, young head coach. Why would you not like that team? And I think a lot of it is people hate Kirk Cousins. Sure. I mean, he's a I'm admitting Some people really love him. I'm admitting there is so much to love about the Vikings, and I don't even like the Vikings. I hate them. But, like, I don't know why the media is so on your ass unless it's warranted is what I'm saying. I I guess. I I guess. I don't know. I, I have a hard time. I have a hard time with that. I don't know. I don't know how you can win your division. Terrible division this win. year. <laughs> Other than, like, the Lions' resurgence. All right, I, I, it, it, that's fine. Worst team I, in the, the mind, NFL, and the the Packers. The mindset who is crazy to ate me. Shit, the whole season. Okay, I rock on. That we we had as many wins as the 49ers. Um, one less win than the Eagles. More wins than the Cowboys. Um, 
And I, nobody I can take those wins can, away from you. I don't know what more what more you could do. We have as many wins as the Bills, one less than the Chiefs, one more what than more the Bengals. What more can you do? I I, I guess I could, we could go undefe- the worst we could go undefeated. We no, could go undefeated I don't care and about that would... the regular season against a bad division. Know. I'm saying Okay. All right. Well, I'm not trying I, to upset you, man. I just want you're to not upset me. You're blue sky in it. You're blue sky in it, and and that's good. I I would. What's that, I a hope film they play phrase? A... Probably. What are you I, I don't know. What are you saying about you're just, me? You're, you're, you're saying Apple this is the eye? best case scenario, and yeah, I, the Vikings could. We can what we could go. We could win every game in the Super Bowl and 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 never no, give up a yard, wrong, and then we'll wrong. be a good team. No, that's what you, I right. No, I'm saying you guys had the worst defense that was comically bad all year, despite obvious talent at certain positions. Though you had a lot of injuries, your draft class was garbage. They and there was injuries with that too. But even the later guys weren't that good. Ingram was only okay. We had a fifth round rookie left tackle who outperformed him. You guys, I think had Cena an will awesome, pan out. I like Cena a lot. You have. I actually do like Cena too, and I hope he recovers well. Um. You guys had a great offense that all of the games that they lost last year, you flipped it to win. And a lot of people rightfully said luck when they put that up against um, different statistics and performances from like the last 10 to 20 years where like the, the worst defense in the league is winning like five games max year after year. And all I'm saying is you guys have plays where JJ's bringing it down, where it's an obvious interception. Can't take that away. That's amazing. That glove and sleeve is in the Hall of Fame. You play against the Colts who beat your brakes off and you have the biggest comeback in NFL history. Can't take that away. That's a historical landmark fact in the, in the Hall of Fame. Hall of Fame. But yeah. it's luck to the extent that no other team in history has done it that way. And you keep having games that are very close to being a loss. And when you play good teams, you get your break speed off. When you play division teams, you're eking out wins against one of the worst divisions in the NFL this year. That's all I'm saying. And you cannot take away how awesome it it was because it was a great ride. But I believe that the narratives were warranted because of how you guys ended it and how you played in big games. Against okay. good teams. I think if we got blown out, that's one thing. I, I don't I I don't think we did get blown out. But I, I'm I'm happy to move on because I have to work soon. I'm sorry. Everyone knows my thoughts. It's all right. I mean, I... I Ravens? You're not going to change my mind and I'm not going to change yours. Bengals. The Bengals win this game against Snoop Huntley. Is it Huntley or Huntley? Huntley. Huntley. I thought Snoop had a good game. I thought he had a really good game, in fact, other than when he tried to dive over the pylon when he should have tried to burrow under, got the ball punched out, and Ohio State alum, former lacrosse player, Sam Hubbard takes that fumble 98 yards to the cribbo in what is another uh, record return for a fumble, and that was the deciding factor in what was a very well-fought game. Yeah, I felt really I felt bad to see that happen. Like he when he jumped over to extend, I mean, fuck, he wasn't even close. Not dude. even close. Like not even Luke, close. Did you uh, did you see someone on Twitter um from like one of these like sports refer I don't know if it was PFF or what, but they said um according to the chip in the football, the closest the ball got on that sneak was 0.6 yards away and everyone goes <laughs> according to the what? And now it's like there Sean Payton said it a few years ago, but like People don't know if there is or isn't, but it's starting to become um, a talking point that there is already a chip in the football. 
lit. I mean, that's good. That's they be should, a great there should thing. be. There should be. Yeah. They should be a camera. I, I wonder how much it would cost. One day it will cost nothing to put like lenses in the fucking football. Can you imagine spiral cam and shit? Ugh. Oh my god, dude! Like <laughs> hitting the hand in the court of the end zone. I bet you were like ten years away from spiral cam. Yeah, that'd um, be so spiral cam. God damn, that'd be cool. Hire me. Um, but anyways, Joe Burrow uh, yeah, didn't. Dude. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I just like that was one of the coolest highlights in NFL playoff history. Was uh, he had the t- he had the gas defender. in the tank to take it too? Unbelievable. He's very athletic. He's always been. He's always been um, flexible. Great athlete. He played multiple sports and he worked his way into the body type of a D end. He was like a linebacker safety coming out. You gotta love that. I love Sam Hubbard. Joe Burrow didn't have his best game to be honest, but he didn't turn the ball over. He did get sacked a lot. Um. They do enough to win in a hotly contested divisional matchup. I live for the divisional matchups in the playoffs. They're so much fun. J.K. Dobbins, after the game, had some scathing remarks. He basically came out and said, I'm tired of sharing the ball. Like, I make plays for this team. The team, My team relies on me. I want to have. I want to get the ball. And he said, and we would have won if uh, Lamar was playing. We would have won that game if Lamar was playing. Well, he was pissed that he was pissed that he didn't get the ball for another touchdown instead of dude jumping over the goal yeah, line exactly. and, and stuff, and, and rightfully so. Uh, that's that's rough to hear that, off, hear that out in the public while you also have the Lamar Jackson stuff going on and everything else. Not like, good for the team. Har- Harbaugh, get your team, man. Look, man, I love J.K. Dobbins. He comes back off of a terrible knee injury that required – another surgery to fix it to get full flexion of the knee he's obviously not a hundred percent when you see him breaking long runs and he comes up hobbling he's putting everything out there to try to get wins because this is a playoff team and to see your starting quarterback not rewarded for his performance and not even on the sideline lamar didn't attend the game i know and like some people are saying it's because he's sick what do you want the guy to do he hurt his knee look what happened to rg3 some people are saying put a Tua brace on it game. and go out there. Who? Tua was at the game. He probably should have went to the game. But I'm not saying that you should go out there if you're not 100% and play in the not playoffs. Play. If not play. If they're but not going to be on the sideline. Christ. I think that's the I, case. They're gonna, this is a team that has some issues going right now. And I wonder if. We have if, a lot to talk about in the offseason. Yeah, we'll talk a lot about Lamar. Lamar. Let's get to the last game. So the Bengals 24 to 17 there. The Cowboys versus the Buccaneers. Cowboys win this one 31 to 14. Um, kind of how I thought it would go. It was a blowout. Um, Tom Brady got his ass kicked. He didn't score till the end of the game. They were scoreless in the first half. And the Cowboys kind of took their foot off the gas in the second half to an extent. Pollard is out rushing Zeke Elliott every time. I wonder if they retain him in the offseason because he's a free agent. Dak played a good game. Tom Brady garbage. He threw it 66 times. I'm tired of seeing Tom Brady this year, man. It's just not fun to watch. The offense was really, really, really bad all year. Like, the kind of, like, we'll put up 14 points and it'll be ugly to watch. And it'll be at the, the man end had no the last game. two drives. No, nobody should be throwing 66 times, but especially not Tom Brady. Um that's just ugly. He's gone. I think the way he was in his presser, he was tearing up and stuff. I think he's out of Tampa Bay. Um, they too. fired offensive coordinator Byron Leftwich following that game a couple days later, um, which I think is fucking crazy. We love Byron Leftwich, the fact by the way. I'm a big fan of big fan of Byron Leftwich. Um, I think that's fucking crazy. I, I'm granted that offense was 
dog shit all year. But I don't know if that's all the scheme. I, I think it's partly the talent too. Um, whatever. It, it it's just crazy because dude was a finalist for head coaching gigs last year. Right. So now to be on the street out, on, a, on a coordinator gig do. is not. It's not good. It's not good. I don't want to see that. Um, hopefully he he get he goes somewhere else and gets a gig quick. Um, perhaps. I mean, I don't know. I, maybe LA should give him a call. A lot of teams are hungry for an OC right now. Uh, this guy won a, a Super Bowl as an OC a couple years ago, so I don't think he's talentless. Pair him um, up with Herbert. Let's do it. You know, I don't know. Um, we'll have to get Bradham Schefter in on that. Um, Which knows a I don't know, man. about playing I, through injury as a QB. Yeah, he does. I picked Brady because I have logic. Um, actually, it wasn't really logic. <laughs> the logical pick is the Cowboys because uh, they were a really good team. You're but not wrong I, in, in voting with Tom Brady in the playoffs. Man. Why not? You're not why wrong. Why not? Uh, you know, wild card Brady pick, why not? So I don't feel that bad about it. Um, but it was just an ugly game to watch. It was a fucking blowout. Parting notes, apparently, and I didn't even clock this because their running game was so bad, but apparently in the second half of the season, they were like resting Leonard Fournette for the playoffs. He wore a playoff winning shirt in this game. Saw it. Goes out there and gets five carries for 11 yards, 2.2 carry average. Dak Prescott, 96.5 QBR, 25 for 33, four TDs. Yeah, he looked good. This was domination. Now, when I say domination, this was domination on the scoreboard where they're running up and down the field on them. Not to harp, I don't mean that the Vikings were dominated on the scoreboard. I'm mostly just talking about Dexter Lawrence wrecking the entire game. That's all I really mean, like in a physical way. Um, This Tampa Bay team, what a letdown, man. We came into this season thinking they were going to be great. They still ooze talent all over that roster. And to fucking drop eggs all year and then only win games um, with the last two drives, I'm out on it, man. I, I That's gross football to me. I don't like it. It was really ugly. The wild card had a few ugly games. I'm excited to move forward. The Cowboys the Cowboys and the Niners being in the playoffs is some nineties shit. I know, it's right hearkening now, and I'm back. It, so let's let's do it. Okay, um, Luke. The you first, about ready for picks? I'm ready. And to to reflect back, Luke is still up by two. To his um deathbed he will claim that he's won it based off of the regular season, um him being up by three. So I don't know, you know. I'm maybe excited we, for a new maybe we should roll back the tape and see exactly what I said. I'm happy to go through the Super Bowl. It'll be fine. Okay. I think it's way more All exciting. Right. It is fun. Keeps First the show game alive. we have is Jags at Chiefs. Who do you have in this huh? one? We'll go back and forth. I would love for it to be the Jags, but it's the Chiefs. I have the Chiefs as well, and I think this is going to be – potentially a fun game but if you like reflect back on how bad the first half was for the jags it could also be a blowout because the chiefs have been they can't get down the chiefs have been the most consistently impressive team this year in my opinion Mm -hmm. all right yeah the chiefs are badass we both have the chiefs at home coming off a week's rest the next game we have giants at eagles i'm gonna pick first in this one i'm considering whether or not i want to do an upset pick in this but when you have the Eagles coming off a week's the dominant rest, Giants, you don't want to pick the dominant Giants. I think the Eagles are so much better than the Vikings, and that was proven this year. And I think yeah. that the Eagles will have far less issues with Dexter Lawrence when they have Jason fucking Kelsey. And that 
lacrosse or no the the rugby player from New Zealand who's like six eight three hundred and fifty pounds and Lane Johnson and solid guards. That's all I'm saying. Gar. So do I think that Dexter Lawrence will make an impact? Yeah, I don't think that the Eagles are going to be physically dominated though. Um, I'm going to take the Eagles off a week's rest. I think this is going to be a really good game. I'm going to take the Eagles. I, I don't think it's going to be that good of a game. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't think the Giants. I hope it I, is. I'm surprised that, I'm surprised the Giants uh, are in the playoffs, and I'm surprised that the Vikings lost to them. I don't think they'll beat the, the Eagles. I, I think it's sick that this is a fucking divisional matchup. Uh, I think the NFC East is badass. Like that, there's three of the four NFC East teams are in, and so the Commanders cool. could probably the Commanders probably could have beat they uh, were fringe the, the Bucks and a couple other teams that were in. So, you know, like it, it's impressive. Beat the I won't I won't knock it, and it's cool. Like good good for New York, good for the Giants. I'm salty because they beat the Vikings, but good for them. Uh, I have the Eagles. I do too. So the the Saturday games we are picking both home teams. The Sunday games, we have the Bengals visiting the Buffalo Bills. So this is going to be a weather game, potentially, at least a little chilly. Um, Home game environment. The Bills, I think, are a downward trajectory team, and I I think the Bengals may be the most impressive team in the NFL currently. Aside from having to win that last game with a fumble recovery, what they did at the end of the regular season was awesome. Who do you have in this one? I have the Bengals, actually. I have the Bengals um, as well. Yeah, I I have the Bengals. I I think Burrow's got it like that. I, I, I have the Bengals it. to win the eyes. Super Bowl. I don't know if they'll win the Super Bowl. I think that they'll run into the Chiefs and not go. But never lost um, to never lost to them. Four zero. Well, there's a t- first time for everything. Fucking Brady had never lost to the Cowboys before. Yeah, that's um, true. That's true. Damn, we um, have all the same picks. I'm sorry about that, but I do feel oh, yeah. that way. Like I. Josh Allen, everybody loves him, and I understand it. He is a badass. Josh Allen is very talented. Josh Allen is one of the great talents in the NFL. He's he's amazing. His eyes, dude, he looks wide-eyed and scared can a I, lot. Luke, can I thank you for saying that? Because have I not been a pioneer of quarterback eye metrics on this podcast? Yeah, it matters. It matters. It does matter. It matters I mean, more like, than people think. He looks think. wide-eyed, man. And I remember, and you know, we're very lucky obviously but i remember when the vikings were coming back on the on the the bills and like and allen was fucking he fucking threw throwing picks and he fumbled on the fucking goal line yep. to let us into the game and stuff like and i just remember thinking i'm like he looks shook and this is a home game why are you losing like it, it i'm just telling you that energy versus burrow's energy and i know the quarterbacks don't play each other i know who wins that 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 uh battle of will at least and that's burrow burrow's got it Josh Allen might Super be Bowl. Josh Allen might be the better prospect, the better arm talent, more athletic. Um, Doesn't always matter. A unique composition, body type, like so big and so strong and athletic. Loves contact, trying to fight D linemen after throwing a pick. Joe Burrow's got it. Joe Burrow knows where that ball's going, yeah. and he's putting it yeah. there. He's putting That's it the there, and then want. he's gonna wear a fucking nice outfit and say something awesome. After the game, Very and then he's nice. gonna donate to charity in Ohio. So I got the Bengals in the bull, bro. He's like he's like <laughs> Joe Namath and Tom Brady mixed together. Like you know what I mean? He's got like swagger for days. He's the moment. But he's also like, yeah, I love it, man. It's cool. Uh, good for Joe. He's hard not to like. One of the f- most fun matchups potentially of the weekend. We have a primetime Sunday night Cowboys 
at 49ers. I need to make a move here. I'm choosing the Cowboys to pull an upset and Brock Purdy okay. to finally hit the wall and drop the game. Despite, I think, a talent disparity for the 49ers, this is the moment I'm taking a shot. Okay. Sorry, one second. I just saw something. So you got the uh, the Cowboys. I understand that. Um, I, I do have the Niners. I think that... Um, I think that they are just fucking balling. And I think the Niners have uh, a defense that is going to come for uh, Dak that I don't – oh, you know, I can see it either way. Micah Parsons um, Micah Parsons could eat pretty alive, but he didn't – Yeah, I didn't see a ton from him last that, week. Except like, for the fact you know that I mean? Trent Williams is outstanding and Mike McGlinchey's not not bad either. Like – I got the Niners. I think that they're they're dominant, but it, it should be really good. It should be really good. I think it would be so cool to see the Cowboys go into the semifinals. Man, that'd be really cool. It would be awesome to see the Cowboys fighting for an NFC championship. It's good for the sport. The Niners are also really good. The Niners are really good in the playoffs. Like, like they're always here. They're um, always it in doesn't the matter. NFC championship. It doesn't matter who the quarterback is. This is probably like their tenth in the in like the last to ten years. To that point, can I ask you before we get off of here? Um, there's been a lot of talk about a Doug Peterson coach of the year, rightfully so. I've heard some people talking about um, Dan Campbell, and there's been some others. I think more should be said about Shanahan. Man, like he did great this year. It's adversity. Yeah, it's truly adversity. Um, I think. I think this is very common when you're consistently good at something, you stop getting credit for being good at it because it's expected of you. Yeah, that's true. Um, so, so the the people are like, "Oh, Brian Dayball, like he's a rookie head coach and he's in the second round of the playoffs. Like he turned around the Giants and he did. Mm-hmm. O'Connell did with us. I don't know if he's in the conversation. Um, the Doug Peterson turned around the Jaguars. Like it's those are those three right there are one year turnarounds." That, that people didn't anticipate. So it's very impressive. Whereas the Niners were like, fuck, man. Like, they're the Niners. They're always here. But I, I think it's very astute to say that because um, this to have to, to have to rely on your third quarterback is insane. To, to, to be like, to make the active, the active public decision to move on from Garoppolo and then keep him on the roster after all that drama, all just to start Trey Lance for one game, then to bring Jimmy G back in for him to ball, and then for him to get hurt, to bring in Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, to fucking ball. Like, it is. It is. It's insane. And you know what sucks um, is if you reflect It's funny that, 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 that never gets chucked up to your precious luck, though. That That's just talent over there. It, that, it's, there's no luck involved. Um, which is it's yeah. weird that there's because the only really luck good. luck is only in Minnesota. No, because um, no, because all of their statistical metrics on defense and offense are there. right the in line, right in line with how historically a good team performs. Luke, your I team like, had outlier data. I'm a statistician now, baby. I like that. You're an I like outlier that statistically. I like that Bosa brother more. Nick, yeah, he's a little bit more likable. I think. He, um, and he's always been the better player. I just, I do want to say, if you reflect back on our first couple weeks on the podcast this season, the whole conversation point about Garoppolo coming back and what that does with Trey Lance, 
I don't know if you could have asked for a more catastrophic um, situation for Trey Lance. Like, we never expected it to go this way, surely. But when Garoppolo came back, he played awesome. Trey Lance injured, throwing 100 stacks to strippers. Um, and then now Brock Purdy is, like, oh, supplanting about Garoppolo. And Wow, I forgot about that. What a long season. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I kind of want to go back to some of the talking points at the beginning and, and reflect on him after the season, I think. After the Super Bowl, let's do that. I think yeah, we'll be, be like, what a year. Like, we'll, we'll do a year, year in review. In, that sounds fun. All right. Yeah, that sounds great. We've put our picks in. We have recapped the wild card, super wild card weekend, as they say. We have, you know, had some contention. I may have made Luke angry with me. We'll see if he messages me in the group chat at any point <laughs> in the coming week. Um, awesome season for the Vikings that cannot be taken away from them. Awesome games ahead of us. Do you have any parting words, my friend? Um, no, not really. I mean, I'm not really all that excited for these for like a flag football game for the for the Pro Bowl games this year. Last year when we did the Pro Bowl games, I was in a really good mood about it, and it was just a fun time, and we were just watching it, and I really did dig it. This year, I don't. I'm not that excited. About I don't think it. I, I don't care. Like, I may it, tune in if they're trying to hype Wilson's it up, high, and I'm like, man, he's not gonna be there. I don't care. Yeah, I think it's you know. Now it's probably going to be for kids, and that's cool because I would want that as a kid. Um, and it is kind of uh, akin to the old skills competition. I just think that they should just do the old skills competition, like literally just redo the 90s shit, which they kind of are flirting with. Do you know it. what I mean? Can I say one thing before we get out of here that I thought was so funny? Josh What's McDaniel it coming out that the reason he didn't or he basically like whiffed on the Colts job was because Jim Ursay visited his home in Massachusetts with him and his wife and spent an uncomfortable and strange amount of time in the bathroom, apparently an hour in the bathroom of their home. And then his wife, McDaniel's wife said, you, you're not taking that job. Luke. Oh my God. Did Ursay do cocaine in Josh McDaniel's bathroom or was it a stinky, messy shit? What do you think? Or both? Ooh, Did he question. shit backwards while sniffing off of the tank? Wow. Do people do that? I don't see why they wouldn't. Because I just thought about that for a second. Like, can you imagine if you were reading a book or something? It'd be perfect. And you and you go you go to the bathroom backwards. I feel I don't like know you'd have to really that. spread your um your your knees out. You'd have to man spread that because of the tank being in the way. Um, but and then maybe you there's a potential to miss if you lean up a little bit, and that would be worse. We'll say. You could flip the seat. Whoa. But you think you he flipped would... flip the seat. Do you think that's why he spent a whole hour in there was because he flipped the seat on him? Yeah, he was definitely undoing the seat, shitting backwards, <laughs> reading reading Stephen A's book. That's what I'm doing. I'm reading Stephen A's memoir right now. That is amazing. And then Straight cocaine shooter. May, or may not have been involved. Um, it's just a funny story. That's it. Yeah, I like it. Um cool well it's gonna be a fun playoff weekend my team's not involved so that's bittersweet and i'm what having a hard time do? with it what that do i'm I t- i'm gonna take it out unless you don't want me to you can leave that oh, okay i'll leave it you can I clip, you clip that it. no clip it and use it as a as a sound drop now what, what that, that do, do? <laughs> we should do that so we should funny. do a soundboard i should invest in that it's hard, man. Like, I want to. We'll structure this podcast. We'll. we'll ha- we need to have a meeting after the season, <laughs> and, and 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 actually structure. This we need thing. an. We need someone to work on the podcast with us to do the behind the scenes stuff. That'd be so nice. A producer. All right, I'm gonna get out of here. Do it for NFL Mayo. I've been Luke. I've been Aiden. 
All right. Talk to you later, folks. Bye, guys. Enjoy football. Sorry the Vikings suck so much.